This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin One expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin One is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's RNRTAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. Next up on an all new Rick and Rick. It's time for our official 2024 predictions episode. That's right. We're sharing five top trends to watch this year. And what we think they mean for the worlds of marketing, media, tech, and pop culture. From generative AI to shoppable streaming, and from machine customers to nano influencers and beyond, we've got your 411 for the year ahead. And it all starts right here, right now. On the one show where everybody has a Rick skin. And everybody rules the world. Hey, welcome everyone to Rick and Rick Rule the World. I'm Rick Matheson, and I am joined, as always, by my good pal, Rick Wooten. How you doing, Rick? I'm fantastic, man. Good. So as longtime listeners may know, every eh, roughly January, February, we do an episode where we share some of the top trends in marketing, media, tech, and or pop culture that we plan on watching in the year ahead. Then in December, we do a prediction scorecard episode where we revisit our predictions to see what we got right and where we went seriously sideways. So are you ready to roll? I'm ready ready. I got my predictions. In fact, I've got too many predictions, so I'm ready to go. Awesome. It's a wealth of predictions. All right. So this one's a big one. Um, and, and you know, I've been talking about AI a lot and, you know, I'm, I'm currently working for an AI company. So, you know, I've got like a, a lot of interest in this. I, I'm predicting that 2024 is the year that AI ruins the life of many marketers. And, and, and here's what I mean by that. So in the past, if a consumer wanted to learn about something, they'd go to a search engine, click through on a link, go through to a landing page on, on the company's website and consume information. But in the world of AI, that's not the case. The AI does all that and the consumer just consumes the information. And so lead gen in the way that we've done it in the past could be on its way out because people will never make it through to your website. And in fact, I would even go as far as arguing that the most important skill that a marketer is going to have in 2024 is actually SEO for AI yeah. or AI EIO. You know, I think that's going <laughs> to I think that's going to be I think that's going to be the major skill this year. So that's that's my first prediction that that AI is going to create a huge amount of headache and drama for the average marketing person. You know, I think in the five years that we've been doing the show, I don't think we've ever had the same prediction, but that is my first prediction, slightly different angle this year. So yeah, I'm totally in alignment with you. I was viewing it from a slightly different lens. I think marketers are going to have to pivot from search optimization to social media search optimization. And I'll get to the AI part in just a little bit. Google research has found that up to 40% of Gen Z consumers use social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok for search instead of Google. And last year, maybe the year before, we were talking about search versus social. And my contention was that it's actually a lot harder to refine search optimization to draw in that really high quality site traffic than it is through social. I've yeah. been seeing that with my clients. They get far more qualified visitors from yeah. platforms like LinkedIn, YouTube, even Facebook for B2B, increasingly TikTok. So I think in 2024, it's going to grow increasingly important to include 
include target keywords, search terms, captions, metadata in your social media posts. I think this is especially true for net new traffic and top funnel discoverability where you don't yet have a lot of that first party data. Gartner is predicting that brands may see site traffic drop 50% through 2025, stemming from consumer and business use of social search more than search. And where I was going to go with what you were just talking about is also unclear how adoption of chat GPT and all the AI built into the search engines, you know, I call them answer engines versus search engines, where now you ask the question, it's going to give you the answer as opposed to a list of here's all the different things that you could look at. So it may be that the same search terms and things are required yeah. or something else that we just don't know yet. And so that's going to be a challenge for marketers you know, to figure that out. But to, to your point, I mean, this is my understanding. And by the way, I was having this conversation with longtime listener, Jerry. So some of this is his opinion versus my opinion and you know, kind of how we debated it back and forth. But for me, that's the biggest issue for marketers because today many companies are so dependent on this idea of MQLs and leads. But in the, in the world of AI or generative AI specifically, it's going to try and give you an answer without you ever visiting the website, yeah. you know, without you ever interacting with the company. Now, but here's the flip side to this. This actually could be a really interesting way for us to reshape marketing where everything moves to inbound. Because for years and years and years, we've tried to argue that, you know, we need to do this disruptive marketing to get in there and like force people into a form and cut the navigation and, you know, funnel, funnel, funnel. But at the end of the day, if we can't do that, then we just have to get really good with providing high value content that is causing people to come back to us with ready to buy. And that, that could be a game changer. And in a way, I was thinking, again, debating this with longtime listener jerry in a way it's almost like you know uh car sales you know before online car sales it was always these terrible experiences where you'd have to go in and talk to you know a used car salesman or you know a new car salesman and they were just never fun they like very few people enjoyed that experience so we're coming to a point now where it's like the way we were doing lead gen and marketing in the past was about you know trying to force a measurement Mm -hmm. because that's Mm -hmm. that's really what caused marketing to get to that point where there was always landing pages there was always funnels there was this there was that because we wanted to measure it and it's almost forcing us to go back to basics and say you know go build the brand go build the relationship with the the prospect and be that trusted advisor and they're going to come back to you yeah yeah i think the coming back is going to be all important for the net news for the discoverability I, i like your car analogy i was thinking of television sets when they first came out there was a whole new medium and the content was produced by the manufacturers because there had to be something to watch on these devices before anyone's going to buy it. And so if you think about that back in the day, obviously we weren't there. It would have been your neighbor got one and showed you a show, you know, hey, come on over and we'll watch whatever. And you liked it. They were sharing it with you essentially. And that's how you discovered it. And then buzz started to building and there were these can't miss shows that everybody was watching. And so you wanted to go buy a TV. And so I wonder if it's something similar to that on the front end for discoverability. I think it's kind of the same thing. Building great content that draws people in and gets shared is going to be key to discoverability if search doesn't work as well as it did before. And if AI makes discoverability a little tougher, if you don't have awesome content that is heavily weighted in whatever weighting system the AI is trained on. That's right. 
I agree. You know, the best thing a marketer can do this year is to go learn AI, you know, especially the generative stuff, especially the large learning, uh, the large language models to try and get an understanding of how the data is being fed in so that you can build marketing content that is going to influence them because otherwise your competitors are going to do it. You're going to be left in the dark. Awesome. Well, again, that was like the first time in five seasons that I think we've even had the same exact topic before. That's right. All right. Well, my next prediction is that Philips Laxative will build on its You Deserve a Good Poop Today campaign <laughs> by launching extra strength Philips Laxative. The tagline, shit just got real. <laughs> Now, in a related note, that's also going to be the tagline for a new campaign from Taco Bell. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, Rick and Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com. It's double the Rick in just one click at rickandrick.com. And welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World, Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten. And we're sharing top trends to watch this year. All right. So what's your next prediction? You know, my next one is um, is basically social commerce. And I feel like I've talked a little bit about this in the past. I don't think it's been a prediction. I did a quick check and I didn't find anything in my notes. But my prediction is that the social platforms are very quickly this year going to move to being monetized and they're going to become places where you can buy. And that's going to include TikTok. That's going to include Instagram. The Facebook's kind of already there. Um, but we're going to see all of them make that shift, including X, by the way. I think, you know, Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. I think even that one is going to shift that way. And you've heard Elon making some comments about that in the past. Yeah. So I, I think I think to me, the, the monetization and making those things work isn't going to be by ad dollars anymore. It's going to be by, be by making them commerce platforms. And by the way, just to give credit where it's due, like this is not a new idea. And China's been doing this for a number of years. Yep. And, you know, their social networks are, are you know, basically websites and e-commerce stores and everything else. Yeah. And I think this is the the year that we're going to start that shift. And in America's, we're going to move towards that model. And if I had to guess right now, I think TikTok is going to be the one that kind of stands up and introduces it. Because if, if you remember, TikTok was in my predictions for last year. And I said, you know, that 2023 would be the year that TikTok became an advertising platform. And by far, we've seen that, right? They've definitely moved in that direction. And they've already signaled that the next thing is commerce. And so, you know, they have nothing. I haven't seen anything. But I do believe that if anybody could do it and do it quickly, just like they did with advertising, I think TikTok has a, the capability of doing that. Yeah, I could see that. And it kind of comes from that world anyway. It's a Chinese company, you know, Alibaba and WeChat and uh, these others. Yeah, they are apps that people use for literally everything. And yep. TikTok does have that sort of momentum with the next generation, Gen Z for sure. What I would say too is it would be interesting to see if that includes an Amazon at least for some sizable chunk of the population, Amazon already is an everything app. It already has embedded finance. It is retail. And in a way, it is social. I mean, a lot of conversation is going on around products in that particular instance, but there has to be some strategy, especially when you factor in Amazon Prime, movies, pop culture, and all that, to build in the social component, then everything else is already there. I think that is a fair point of view. And I I, I like the theory that you're proposing there, and I think there's some links to it. Yeah. You know, I'll throw in one uh, prediction here, Rick. So after Oppenheimer wins Best Picture at this year's Oscars, director Christopher Nolan will reveal that he considered making a sequel, but was afraid it would bomb. <laughs> <laughs> 
tune in next time for part two of our big 2024 predictions episode. Until then, stay safe, keep each other safe, and keep on coming back to the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everybody rules the world.